if you're looking for some straight-up marketing advice that's super chilled and also a bit of a laugh, then grab yourself a drink and get ready for Marketing and Margaritas, a podcast that makes marketing entertaining. Brought to you by Rebel Nation, direct from regional Queensland. Hello and welcome to Marketing and Margaritas. Today, Jade and I are joined by Fiona Kroll from Coffee and Hops Photography to talk photos for social media and just photos, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, yeah, we've got some good tips in general about photos, but specifically we really are looking at getting that visual content for your social media because it's one of those things that obviously, you know, Instagram most of all, but even the others, they're so visually based. A good image goes so far and, yeah, getting your own photos all the time sort of thing, it's Mm -hmm. like I'm shit at it. So I definitely (laughs) didn't do this podcast so that I could learn more about this for me and my business. This is to help the listeners. Of course it is. Okay. So before we get into that, coffee and hops. When did you get started? Why did you get started? What's it all about? Um, So I think I got started about seven years ago as a bit of a side hustle. Um, Did I meet you before or after you started it? After. But you started before Rebel Marketing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because we, yes. we were both yes. still at council. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, so without going into who my former employer was. Oh, um, <laughs> I already dropped that one. I was in, the, um, I was in engineering. Um, and Which is so related to photography. Yeah, Natural so segue. Related. Yeah, I can see how that worked out for yeah. you. Yeah, and when I started engineering many, many, many years ago, um, it there was a creative element to it, but okay. I suppose that... Um, as technology evolved, etc., um, a lot of that creativity got taken out of mm. engineering, and um, I suppose I started the photography as a bit of a side hustle to get that bit of that outlet. creative outlet. Yeah. Um, and then, due to former career, my mental health started to take a real dive real quick, and so I ended up um, thinking, oh, you know, I'm really quite enjoying this little. I remember when you were, like, thinking about it and I was like, leave, leave, leave. <laughs> yeah. I think I had left while you were, st- you were still at council and mm-hmm. I left. That's right. And I was like, yeah. I've done it. You should do it too. It's great. I'm doing it right now. I'm loving From it. her spare bedroom in her pajamas. Yes. Which was it also. Was fucking awesome. Yeah, which was also quite the draw card. <laughs> <laughs> Being like, hmm. If I could work from home in my pajamas, the fact that I'm here and having to be dressed is. I know. I do appreciate the effort. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then, yeah, because I'm not, I'm very, very risk averse by nature. Mm. Um, to leave a full time job to then go and work for myself, um, and now you're fucking bit, killing it, man. Was a bit crazy. And now looking back, I'm like, oh, I really should have done it quite a lot sooner. <laughs> but to be fair, you did it, and so many people yeah. don't take that step. And dude, yeah. you are so nailing it. You're doing so Thank well. You. Yeah, and I. I found something that um, I'm actually working more hours than what I was full time, but I don't necessarily feel like that. I mean, mm. there's, there's, you know, you're in a business. There are days where, you know, dealing with people is quite shit. <laughs> and yeah, but I own a photography business where I get to be out on a Sunday afternoon, fucking doing photos and stuff when I'd rather just be curled up with a margarita. Exactly. Um, yeah, you definitely don't, as a photographer, you definitely don't have a weekend anymore. Like I saw a meme recently of like a guy in front of this 
like board of post-it notes and threads and everything and it's got me trying to explain my schedule to everyone that's right like the conspiracy wall sort of thing where it's all like and this is how it all comes together (laughs) everyone thinks you're crazy yeah and i'm for the first or probably up until a couple of years ago i was still getting questions like you know are you actually doing all right you know you know because photography probably isn't necessarily something a lot of people think that you could make as a full-time well and to be fair i think there are a lot of people who do photography as a freelance thing because they enjoy it and so it's like a bit of a hobby thing but they would not think of taking it full-time sort of thing to be fair you do design and web and like other stuff as well so it's even though photography is like very dominant in, mm. in what you do you do other things to supplement it too yeah. which, which from what i can tell you enjoy things like covid <laughs> going um, come in and that diversification obviously helps or oh, rainy season and stuff like you've still exactly. got that ongoing work but stuff. like also your passion am i correct that started in pet photography and yep. you've branched out into a lot more yep. areas now you don't just take photos of pups no and sadly <laughs> sadly, sadly no um <laughs> I, I suppose a lot of my photography work does include dogs in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, if I could just have it that all I did was photograph dogs, yeah, then that would be obviously ideal. But and cats. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> True cats, man. Cats are very difficult to photograph, but I will do them. But if I could just make a living out of photographing, let's say animals, because horses are Thank okay you. too. Appreciate. Um then Goats. obviously that would be perfect. Go to be I good. have chickens. Chickens <laughs> are good. Down to a different area. Chicken, chickens are good. I've photographed chickens before. Oh, they're really good. They're actually better than cats. <laughs> All right. <laughs> they're brainier than chickens, that's why. The, um, yeah, I suppose the next best thing is that um, really kind of got a following of people who want to include their pets, include their animals yeah. in so their the family sessions. photos, but then the yeah. pets are part of that family, which... They are, man. Yeah. Pets are a party of your yeah. family. And there's some clients that I have photographed since the beginning. Mm. And I first photographed their dog. I then photographed, um, you know, when they got engaged, done their wedding. Then I've gone on to maternity, newborn session. And each of those sessions, including their dog there's or their dogs. Pup, pup, mm. Yeah. That's so, nice. Yeah. So I love when you do the senior dog shoots and stuff and mm. they're just... I know, like, in certain circumstances, yeah. it's really kind of probably yeah. quite challenging. But yeah. just some of those older dogs and stuff that yeah. – it's just the character. You know, puppies are always cute. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But senior dogs just have, like, a whole character and so, and same with cats. And, like, yeah. you know, they get their greys and everything. And they just – I don't know. They just – I love seeing I don't think my dog would photograph well, like, before when you did him when he was younger and now that he's 11. Like, he has no eyes, barely any teeth. Like, <laughs> but – to, to me, that's actually that's actually more exciting to me to photograph because yeah. I have more character. So yeah. a puppy is always like if we're talking about social media engagement photos, puppies are always <laughs> yes, going to be. Yes, that's what we're talking about. Definitely, <laughs> yeah, we're definitely going to get yeah. to that. But secondly, um, that older dog, the older dog, the one yeah. that you can really get that character with, mm. and like some dogs, I photographed a um, a deaf dog recently, and a dog, and he could hardly see me as well, but his treat. Sniffing yeah. ability was still on right point. up there. <laughs> so, and then when he like fixated on where the treat was coming from, it was just this like intense stare. And like, <laughs> which that would kind be of, awesome to photograph. Yeah. Like, blue steel, man. Yeah, yeah. So, and every, and like humans, every dog or every cat or every chicken <laughs> is exactly, is 
has got their own little personality and so that's the goal is to try and get that to kind of shine through. Because whenever you post your stuff and I'll see, like, there's, like, the people with the baby or whatever and I'm like, and then there's the dog (laughs) one. I'm like, ooh. (laughs) And my social social engagement numbers reflect that. (laughs) (laughs) People like animals, man. People like animals. Animals are the bomb. Yeah. Okay, cool. So that's all about coffee and hops. Fantastic. So we're going to get into your five complete tips. (laughs) Not five-ish. Five complete tips um, for getting photos for socials. So obviously people can always go and hire a photographer and do a content bank, and that's something that, like, we say to people, you know, it's not as expensive as you think to actually get a content, like your first initial starting one, do your action shots, your head shots or whatever, and then, you know, every year, every two years, do a refresh and keep adding to it. And that's what keeps that content bank fresh and stuff. But yeah. for some people, first of all, it might like if you're starting out or if you've just got a lot going on or there's different reasons why it might be that you actually want to get mm-hmm. those photos yourself. Or even if you've already got that content library but you're posting five times a week on social media, that's going to get drawn Frequency, out really Frequency, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and it's just – or even if it's just something's happening in the moment mm-hmm. – and you're not going to be like, hey, Fee, quick, come on down because, uh, you know, we've just got this great prize that's arrived. Ch- we weren't expecting. Are, I, won't be, I won't be able to answer it. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. You'll be like, okay, I can come in, in three months three and months five time. days. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Fee. But, yeah, so the yeah. tips, tips today are for people who they're not hiring professionals mm-hmm. or at least not doing yep. all the time so they can actually get some really good visuals for yep. their socials as well. Yeah, just some tips. So number one, and photographers will bang on it about it all the time, is lighting. We bang on about it too. Like in marketing, you know, for like video, everything. Lighting is so fucking important. Yes. And the difference between a badly lit photo and a brilliantly lit photo is just... Yeah, the yeah, no, quality of it so much. Yes. But this is not lights on versus lights off or inside versus outside. There's actually no. more details. Right? Yes, yes. No, you just go outside and it's perfect. What so, yeah. yeah. So what we mean by lighting doesn't necessarily mean lots of light. You don't necessarily want to hit every situation so with lots of light. <laughs> no spotlights. <laughs> so generally, um, you want a nice diffuse light. So you probably... The, the exception to that is probably seen product photos recently where they're really playing up harsh lighting. So they might have product images with shadows and mm. like they've been photographed under, you know, midday sun type thing. Um, works well for products, doesn't work well for people. People you want like, you want it to be flattering. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? Like yes. there's not a lot of supermodel supermodels just walking around everywhere. So the nicer lighting you can get on someone, kind of the more favours that you're doing them. And even supermodels don't get lit with harsh oh, midday. Totally. But like you know Absolutely. yourself you don't like it when you're in the dressing room shopping and there's like fluoros everywhere and you're like, this exactly. looks like crap. I'm not This is my it. best <laughs> angle. <laughs> Not working for me today, yes. not feeling it. I, know, the same I like mm-hmm. get ready at home and I'll like even put a bit of makeup on. I'll be like, oh yeah, I didn't do too bad a job just because I only do it once every six months. So I'm keeping skills tight. Yeah. And then you get to work and you're like, well, that's oh. fucking shit out. <laughs> <laughs> and it probably comes down to your lighting at work. Yeah, exactly. Um, we need better lighting at work. at work or the at home lighting if she's not doing a great job. <laughs> she no, looks the flattering good one is better. Maybe it's the flattering ones at home. <laughs> I literally just pointed to the bathroom and said, we're at my house. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so the best way to do it is a diffuse light. Diffuse natural light is the best way to go. So in if you're doing it in a workshop, for instance, you might have a huge big roller door that opens up to the northern, uh, to the north or to the south. Awesome. Put whatever you're photographing back in so that it doesn't have direct light on them, but it has that light coming through the big workshop roller door. So I would have the item there, then me, then the roller door, open roller door behind me. You could you could shoot right on the roller door, just so that you're in between the light or the sun mm -hmm. and the person or thing that you're photographing. In. Mm -hmm. Same deal with uh, windows, like window light or an, an office. Um, if you've got northerly north facing windows mm -hmm. or even southerly facing windows, technically because of the way that the sun sets, you won't ever get like this harsh, harsh light yeah, through yeah. there. So it's just softer and times softer. of day as well. Um, if you've got north or south window facing windows, it doesn't really matter. It should use, you should usually get a similar kind of light all day, which makes them awesome. And you'll find that um, photographers' studios and stuff like that will always have a big north facing light because you'll hardly get like harsh light at many times of the day. And what about when you are outside then? So if you are outside, there's a couple of things you can do. You can either find open shade. So you want to go under a huge big tree that mm -hmm. doesn't have dapple lights. So dapple lights where you've got There's those little, little peekaboo yeah, lights coming through coming and stuff because then you're like sparkles on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. horrible. Yeah, it's not sparkles; it's mottles. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't I'm make marking, muddled. I'll spin it anyway I want. What's wrong with her face? <laughs> it's sparkles. It's That's mottled. what I call my greys. I just have little sparkles through there. Yes, that's mottles. So photos. <laughs> Um, I'll see it my way. So, yeah, so if you're outside, if you can get into some kind of open shade where you've still got that light coming light coming onto you, so enough to make a make a photo that, that's not completely pitch dark without that mottling or sparkly light coming on the top of you. Um, or another thing you can do is you can buy a diffuser, mm -hmm. which is can be an expensive photography item. Or is that the big black thing with the – yeah, yeah, yeah we've yeah. got some of them. Yeah. It looks like an umbrella kind of thing or like yes. a sheer. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Or you can just buy sheer white curtains from somewhere like Spotlight um, and get someone to hold it up just to take that To diffuse the light. Yeah, right. You. Yeah, or off whatever you're photographing. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Like that or try and make shadows and harsh light your friend and use them creatively. <laughs> um, but maybe not on people. Maybe still. not on people. Yeah. So the important thing with lighting is that the human eye um, – when it looks at an image, it instantly goes to the brightest part of that image first. Right. So you want whatever you're photographing to be somewhat the brightest or the... To draw attention. Yeah, yeah. the most well-lit part of that scene to draw your eye to it. So yeah. if you've got, you know, if you're using something for social media, especially if it's products or something like that, you want that product to be quite well-lit and then you might have your edges or your background darken off yeah. slightly, but it's just something to keep in mind that, um, Whatever the focus is yeah, should be the brightest. You want it to be the brightest, the, the clearest, obviously in focus or nice and sharp if you can. Yeah. <laughs> um, unless you're going in an artistic direction. And then, um, yeah, and then have it pop off the background somehow, usually by making it lighter than the background. Or... And same thing like, with like taking photos of people and stuff, like you don't want their head to be in the shadow part or something yeah. like that if there's there are shadows and everything, but, like, their yeah. face is going to be the most important part yeah. of that photo. Yeah. So making sure that that's well lit, even yeah. if other bits of them are maybe a little bit darker or whatever, it's, like, yeah. as long as this is lit up, yeah. 
that's where your eye then gets yeah. drawn to. Or if you're photographing a team of people, don't have one person really well lit underneath a overhead light and yeah. then the others fall away in shade because then that one person will be the focus. Um, and it's even it, – it's something that Maybe you – it's just like a subtle power play. Maybe that's what they were going for. <laughs> yeah. And it's something that you um, – that you won't necessarily get straight away, but when you start to look at photos and you go, oh, why does that photo work? It'll be because mainly all their faces are evenly lit. Or why doesn't that one, oh, that looks a bit the crappy. The like stronger here there. and then, and yeah. then darkens yeah. out. Mm. Yeah, so it's just something as you're scrolling through your feed that you can even practice looking at. Oh, I wonder what they did there with all that lighting's crap Sounds or like whatever. Homework feed. Yeah, well, that, that's homework from point number one. <laughs> <laughs> But it is the best way to work out um, what you can do for your photos or what you can do to make them better as well. Yeah. Lighting's just so important, man. But, yeah, like, yeah, seeing, looking at things and going, why did that work? Why did that not yeah. work? Can't exactly review your photos. You're zero inbox. <laughs> zero photo <laughs> album. I am too. I'm not just zero in- Oh, I don't oh think you should have admitted God. that in front of me. I think I'm going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know when people open their phone camera and they're like, oh, I've just... Gonna f- okay, show I'm this. find this photo. Again. And they stop by three months a month. It's gone. I We're back it up to my friends anymore. <laughs> I have it all on Dropbox. I just oh, don't okay. keep photos or messages or emails or messenger or anything on my phone. Or I just like How things do you to be share clear. A photo of your cat. She I do it at the time and then I delete it. it. Once I've backed it up. <laughs> It's not like it's deleted forever. If I meet you at a bar and you tell me I've got this cute cat called Sonia, I'd love to see him. No, I go, hey, baby, come on <laughs> home. <laughs> it she works. She an answer to that. Of course, <laughs> I don't have an answer to that. I'm not sure how you turn that down, but okay. <laughs> You're going to go home and meet Yeah, Will's a bit. <laughs> I'd like to say she means well, but she really doesn't. She doesn't. No, she's just she a cow. All right, so tip number one is lighting. Tip yep. number two. Is making your colours true. This is particularly important for product photography. So you want your customers to know exactly what they're getting. Yeah. So there's no point in taking a photo of a product that is actually like a deep blue and then it actually looks more green in your Mm. photo. And even though it is just for socials, like obviously your Mm. website should be 100% on point, like realism as to what the product and stuff is. But just for socials, that's your mm-hmm. opportunity to really showcase your products more and more. Yeah. And if you've got something where it's washed out from the light and so it looks more fady or whatever than it is and stuff, like, yeah, yeah it's just actually being, like I said, true to colour. Yeah. yeah. So when you say true to colour, that comes down to making sure you do have the right lighting but also not mm-hmm. editing the bejeebas out of your photo. Exactly. Yeah, not so no filters. filters yeah. Not applying weird filters. You'll also find that um, lighting but you also want your light to be quite clear so if you've ever t- trying to take tried to take photos under fluorescent light for mm-hmm. instance you'll notice because they got that yellowy sort of tinge yeah they actually throw a green phase and a magenta phase and then oh, really? a white like a white yellowy white phase so depending on when you've taken the actual photo you could have gotten something that's a little bit more magenta than you would have liked yeah. a little bit more green mm-hmm. or, the LED do no the same thing no LED are uh, 
are less likely yeah. to do that. But if you've got some old fluorescence yeah. or old mercury vapor type lighting, then that will definitely do that. Um, so the best way, if you are taking photos of products, is to actually get um, like oh, cheap on Amazon, but they're like a product photo box mm, oh i've yes, seen those yeah. yeah so they have a very <laughs> funny we're in marketing we've seen photo box what a surprise for everybody yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they have a very clean white light that won't throw a different color cast on what and no shadows and no shadows anywhere so it's good for photos like on a website and stuff mm-hmm. like that but if you're wanting to take photos of a product for instance it's a bit more lifestyle just keep that in mind mm-hmm. and you can get if you're doing a lot of them, you can get, like, LED video lights, that type mm. of thing, and then use that as your lighting so that you'll know that and turn off, if you're doing it in the house, for instance, turn off, off everything all your else. room lights yep. so that you don't get that weird colour. Into that pure white yeah, or pure And then pure just have that very clean light lighting up the scene that you're taking photos of. And if you have, um, and if you aren't quite sure, the other way to do it as well is to take a photo of your product or whatever you're taking a photo of with um, an, just an A4 piece of white paper in it. And then there's apps on your phone that you can get. And what you're looking for is something to adjust white balance. Okay. And what you do is so you does that white piece of paper kind of provide sort of like a control yeah. group in the in the yeah. image it yeah. pro- provides like a zero out of your mm-hmm. white balance so if you've got that white and you know that it is truly white then you know your products are right for the right color in the photo yeah well. right yeah. Oh, a i mean i know we said bring tips along but like these are really good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, they'd be shit, but like yeah. i'm learning stuff it's good yeah. google go. white balance white balance <laughs> right. yes white balance is the term that you're looking for so getting that on point white balance number three we've got is having authentic images so um this this is more sort of an overall thinking that if you want customers obviously to buy from you, it's easier if they know you want to take as much mystery out of it as possible. Because mm. when we see something in the store, we can pick it up and feel it and, mm-hmm. you know, look at it and try it on, that sort of stuff. But Not when, the people yeah. if it's service-based. What's <laughs> 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 this marketing person like? Yeah, oh, yeah that's all right. It's a good fit. But when it's, yeah, exactly, when we're buying something strictly online, we need yeah. to provide that sensory experience for people. Yeah. And so I, I think it's so true, like, taking photos of things, I'm trying to think of a better word for this that I can't, of, like, in their natural habitat. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like lifestyle-type images. But also probably where I was more going was in terms of if they have to deal with somebody or mm. interact with somebody from your business, if you show them what that person's going to look like, looks like yeah. it takes off it they already have this kind of yeah from a service-based perspective yeah. it's like knowing yeah. the people who are doing the service and yeah. then for products it's sort of like here's that product that is for the beach or whatever actually out at the beach like yeah. you're just going to get a better result because it's sort of yeah it's making yeah. people more familiar with the product and, the, and person yeah yeah and they'll work out if it's suited to them or not like if you are petrified of the dentist and this dentist's point of difference is that it's a really welcoming comfortable um cozy place yeah then you want and you show photos of that yeah, yeah. Um, the person yeah. like standing there yeah. with a client like talking yeah. to them or you know doing some research mm-hmm. or whatever it might be like just depicting that person for their but even just that face recognition thing, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's, it's So don't be afraid to get your headshots done. <laughs> yeah, um, you have so, to get them in front of the camera. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. last set of headshots, yeah. I've got short, curly red hair. 
Yes. Yeah, we need to do Continue. another photo shoot. I've had so many different hairstyles. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't do me. Maybe it's just too much of a change. I don't know. <laughs> and and that um, authenticity and getting is something that I also need to practice as well because I'm always behind the camera. So mm. um, I have seen more and more of your photos on I social. Love stories you do it for stories where yes. someone will take a photo of you it's so you, don't make a, you might not do it as a part do it as a story yeah. i love yeah. those ones yeah. yeah like there's me there's my friend um but i i have found that even since i put and it's an old headshot too even since i've put my headshot on just my email signature I find that a lot of people are more likely to come up to me in mm. different scenarios and go, oh, hey, you know, such and such I was talking to the other day about. When we're babies, man, we're born to recognise yeah. faces. It's like one of yeah. our instinctual things. So yeah. seeing a face and memorising, we see it like every time you send me an email, I see yeah. your face over and over again. Yeah. Then when I first meet you in person, yeah. I'm going to feel like I know yeah. you because I, I recognise you, yeah. you know. And, and it just and creates that that kind of stronger bond or that, that you know, no like trust factor. And if you haven't received an email signature from me, the headshot is actually me being licked by a dog. So that leads, that leads also into my branding. So. <laughs> very more authentic. Yeah, very, yeah, authentic. very brand aligned. Yeah. Well yeah. done. You get lots of gold stars for marketing. And I do need to thank my sister for actually taking that. <laughs> Just in case she's listening. Very <laughs> very yeah. Yeah. Can't forget Can't that. Can't forget that. And we go into that later. Um... Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, having a consistent look to your images, and we touched on that before with about filters mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So every time you take a photo, don't use a different filter and then share it unless that's what you're. Well, we're eclectic. You're eclectic. We're crazy. You never know what you can expect from us because that's what you want in business. Yeah. You want to do business with someone where you yeah. never know what's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. yeah people yeah. hate businesses yeah. that are consistent and professional. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah. Nasty. Um, so achieving that consistent look and whether that's you're taking photos yourself, have a consistent way of um, either editing them or not editing them, but making sure that, that going back to lighting, that the lighting is kind of consistent through them. Um, or that the colours they're using are consistent, or that yeah. type of thing. Just something or, that makes them look like they don't have yeah. to match, match, but no. making it look like it's a set, like it's got that yeah. con consistent element to it, just like you yeah. do with your wording and your branding and everything yeah. else. Your visuals also need to yeah. look like they've all, yeah, like they yeah, match. match. So, but match sounds like a strong word for it. You, know? it you don't yeah. want it to be match, match. No. You want it to be what was consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so when Jade, like we said earlier, um, offline, when Jade mm -hmm. wasn't so great at taking her own photos for I'm still crap at it, Instagram. but I don't have to do it anymore. No. <laughs> we kind of took it away from her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Logged her out of Instagram. Not quite that much. <laughs> um, but, yeah, when she was taking her own photos and was – struggling to find her skill set <laughs> in that area failing miserably very well worded yeah. <laughs> shit house at it um she was editing them so they were all black and white so that yeah. created the consistent look exactly it aligned with our brand yeah. um and we were able to continue on using yeah. social media it's like yeah. oh i'm not good at taking photos don't do it yeah it's work out how to get better way of actually yeah. making it look consistent so it looked professional yeah. so that my shit photos wouldn't yeah. bring down the brand and Black, and black and white is the perfect way to make a whole heap of images consistent. A hell of a lot of photos, yeah. though. Yeah. 
It's just adds something. I mean, color is awesome, but then black and white just has its own sort of depth and drama and you know yeah. contrast and stuff. Personally, like if I could, I would actually be doing almost all black and whites, but you get textures you and stuff so much more, man. Yeah. Like it's yeah. just, I just think it's more interesting in a way. Yeah, yeah, I do love black and white. And if you're using stock images as well when you're selecting stock images making sure that you're selecting ones that do look like they kind of go together not you know one that's super bold over here and then you're using one with like a matte like and there's like a watercolory thing here and then these one these three have a blue filter and this one has like a green filter and and something we've struggled in the design aspect of using stock images is actually getting ones that look Australian and look like local work, yeah. which is why we recommend people get photos done professionally or learn how to use their own camera. Yeah, mm. especially if you're in a, um, a very specific kind of industry or yeah. market. Yeah, like mining and industrial and stuff here. Like, honestly, that yeah. photo of the blonde chick with the um, hard hat and yes. she's got a ponytail over her shoulder. Yeah. Seen that 50 million fucking times, yeah. even on government, like big, big, not local government, big government shit. Yeah. And then the one of the dude who's like a bit younger and gravelly and stuff and whatever as well, same thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. mate, I've been seeing you my whole career. Yes. Like you yeah. must be fucking old by now. Yes. So see, afterwards we need to talk about like making a stock image again <laughs> and just really just taking some <laughs> Broad photos and selling them. (laughs) And and there definitely, I think there definitely is a market for that because, yeah. It's so difficult. Yeah. 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 And it's not the most interesting topic to photograph either, like guys and girls and hard hats. Like it's. Or um, equipment with dirt. Yeah. You think that all looks the same until you're trying to yeah. look for stock images and you're like, no, no, no. Oh, my no, God. One the other day where someone's like, we need to make sure there's a water truck in this. And I'm like, what the fuck does that look like? <laughs> it's probably water I'm like, you might need to actually <laughs> choose that one yourself because yeah. that's out of the realm of my capabilities. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, if it might come down to if you need specific images like that, that you do need to actually hire like a one-off yeah. session and – just knock out Get the all actual ones that you need so that you've exactly. got them. Yeah. yeah. I think that segues really well into our next point. No, I'm jumping ahead. I'll let you know. Getting excited. <laughs> Tip number five, Tip number which is five. the last point, <laughs> um, is to try and make your images attention grabbing. So obviously we're talking about What socials. do you mean? I want people to ignore my social yeah. media. That's why I put all the effort into it. Fiona, what is this past, magic? Scroll past. <laughs> just scroll past. Um, so a couple of little tips to make them attention grabbing is to not take your photos necessarily from the same height all the time. I had a um, photography mentor once say to me that if you're if she can tell your height from the your portfolio or gallery mm. it's bad uh, oh yeah right actually a friend of mine was telling me that she learned she was going to paris for the first time and she'd mm. always dreamed of going or whatever and so she did some um like ph- photography skills or like course or whatever beforehand sort of thing mm. And so she said, like, she was practicing, it was the first time, but she's like, I spent most of my time in Paris on the ground, like, looking up at things. Yeah. Her photos are amazing. Yeah. Like, down, because obviously yeah. we don't actually get fucking 
autumn here. Yeah. And she was there during the fall and autumn, sorry, I'm not American. And, you know, all of the mm. changing color leaves and stuff down this thing. But because she's down here yeah. looking at, oh, it's, it's just so fascinating. And yeah. it's just like a bunch of trees. Yeah. But don't take photos of people down low. You get like you, double chin. You can to a point. I wouldn't say always, <laughs> say never. It depends on Some the height. Some people deserve it, obviously. That's oh, what yeah. it's <laughs> de- de- Depends on the... It depends on the positioning of the face and stuff yeah. like that without going into too much of that detail. But for any any photos that you're taking, a good rule of thumb is to shoot how you would normally, mm-hmm. then shoot lower, yeah. shoot higher, mm. shoot further away, and shoot super close up. Oh, so you don't just take one photo and then you're done. No. <laughs> keep going. Keep this going. This is actually starting to sound like effort. Yeah. It is a little bit of effort. I thought photography was just rock up, snap, 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 and go home. <laughs> Yes. Oh. Delete, delete, delete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy. Yeah. Anyone so, can do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyone can. <laughs> if they're going to put the effort in. But, yeah. It, yeah, there is a bit of effort involved. And that I really like that. That's a cool idea. Get low, get high, get close, get far is something that I'm always constantly reminding myself in shoots because you can also get um, quite caught up in what's happening and what you usually always do. I've seen you in yeah. shoots though, man. Like you're energetic. Like you're like down and up and you're like I'm on the ground. And, yeah. I'm more of a get low kind of a girl <laughs> than a get high. Um, but then again, most of my subjects are low. So I want to get low or lower than them. Yeah. Um, and likewise, you know, drone photography is huge. Um, yeah. And that's all about, you know, that get high. You know, super high. Super it's, high. And getting it from a different perspective is yeah. amazing. Because, mm. yeah, yeah, like you said, Jay, we see everything from our height where we are. It's so. just a yeah. perspective shift, yeah. And, and it's a perspective shift when you mm. think about it, when you're scrolling through socials, mm-hmm. it would. It attracts mm. your eye because it's different from what you normally see. Exactly. And that's what makes it that sort of attention-grabbing. Um, just a couple of other ones is maybe, you know, take the – whatever if you're taking a product photo, take it off centre. So you've got a fair bit of white space or spare space off to one side. Um, With your social media feeds being so busy, if you have like a... a little bit. Yeah, a rectangle that's, you know, fully bright pink, but then it's got just like this tiny little bottle of something off to one side. It's going to bring your eye over to that. Yeah, scrolls and get some out of that scrolly type. And those photos come in use for websites and other marketing materials. As well. Exactly. Exactly. And the Final tip of that is if you can include an animal, like an ex- well, first, <laughs> first experience. I love this tip. This is you, my favourite tip. You, I can speak from personal experience with my socials that any time I include a cute animal of any kind, my engagement goes through the roof. Yeah. And you'll see that a lot of like huge companies and stuff like that have started to try and, you know, break into that, even when their business doesn't necessarily involve... Animals, yeah. You've got this. So you know. bring your pet to work day needs to be strongly highlighted on the calendar. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. Anytime you can involve them, and you know, if you've got a work mascot or whatever, yeah, like that include them on social. Like an office dog. An office dog. Look, I've been trying. The team know I've been trying. <laughs> In saying that, my my poor two office dogs don't get a lot of attention because they're not very easy to photograph. <laughs> 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 They probably don't mind though, like the whole not being photographed. Oh no, thing. they don't mind it whatsoever. So Sam yeah. was so photogenic too. Yes, Sam he was. No, that's a really good point because I think yeah. most people notice with their own social media mm-hmm. is that when they actually use photos of people in their faces that they mm-hmm. do really well. So like that pets is kind of that next step up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and especially if it's unexpected yeah. as well. 
I think it's relatively expected on my account now, but, um, <laughs> um, you know, if you're an engineering company or something like that, and all and of a sudden you're sharing it, you're like, oh, gee, yeah. That one's going to go yeah. off. Yeah. 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 Guarantee it. <laughs> so we said the Mackay region's just going to pop up all these pet photos on their social media. I mean, if now. we can start that yes. as a trend, then this yes. podcast has been worth it exactly. every day. Yes. <laughs> I might actually jump on my socials a bit more. <laughs> Cool. Okay. Awesome. So five very good tips with yep. even more tips in amongst them all as well. Yep. That was really great. Lots of homework. Yes. yes. Lots of homework. So our wrap up tip today mm-hmm. was something a little bit different. So we had Ange from Wallace and Wallace on recently. She's a solicitor and marketing people. And we talked about where these things come together. And one of the things we did talk about was copyright, mm-hmm. but we didn't actually go into photo licensing. And I know this is something that you actually taught me. Yep. So, like, when I was first starting out, like, I was always using you for t- photos and everything, and you very nicely, patiently, and probably multiple times explained to me, well, <laughs> not everything sinks in first time, um, explained to me how photo licensing works and yep. that ownership thing, because it's one of those things where people have a perception that if I'm in the photo, mm-hmm. you take a photo of me, that's my photo. Yeah. So that's not actually the case. So if it, it's regardless of whether the person is a professional photographer or taking photos on their phone, mm-hmm. whoever takes the photo has the copyright. So Yeah, they own it because they're the ones they who created it. it. No matter what the subject is, they created that piece, yeah. whatever it is. Now, if they do have if they have taken a photo of somebody and they want to use that photo for commercial purposes, they should have a model release or some kind of a release to say... Permission. Yeah, Yeah. permission to say that, hey, it's okay that you can use my photo. Which is what we do the photo release for. Don't just take photos of random people on the street and then use them. Exactly. Well, yeah. You don't have the right to use other people's... Street photography is a whole other... Yeah, because they do, like, street fashion and all sorts of stuff. But in general, you can't, like, sell, like, you know, promote your business by taking your photos of people without their permission. Exactly, yeah. So, um, so as a photographer, I retain copyright of any image that I take and then clients who hire me for personal use, they get a personal reproduction license. So they don't ever get copyright, but I give them permission to then use that image. They might get canvases printed printed or things printed, but if they were like, actually, I'm now going to start a business and I'm going to have this be the, you know, the signage up front or something they can't do that so they, they have the commercial, commercial license, license to, it. to do that and every photographer is different and just the way that i operate is that i have a personal licensing or commercial licensing so if you're going to use it for business purposes you need to have the commercial licensing pay that little bit more for it and it's not like it's astronomical but it is no. it's a it's an extra yeah, cost it is an extra cost so and to be fair if you're going to make money off something maybe you should pay for the right to make money off it hmm yeah. So with with personal licensing, I, I say, yep, they can print h- however they like. This is just me. A lot of photographers still go with an old model where you pay for the photographer to give you your prints and canvases, etc. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You I don't necessarily get digitals. But in my case, I give digitals, but it's on a basis that it's personal reproduction, print however you like. But if you share on social media, you need to have, either my watermark on it or you need to tag that I'm the photographer because I still retain copyright. So then with commercial licensing, if you're engaging a photographer for 
commercial purposes, you need to find out from them beforehand um, what you can actually do with the images. Yeah. How long you can do that for. Ah, good point. And where you can use them. Yeah. There's some stuff I don't know. Yeah. So commercialise, typically if you're going to go through someone like Getty Getty Images, quickly you'll work out it's very expensive to have a commercial license of an image that you can do anything with forever. Yeah, Mm. right. Okay. So um, with my clients, I'll always go, okay, you have, you've paid extra, you've got a commercial license, you can do whatever you like with that image, including add a weird ass filter on it if you like. Preferably Um, not, but whatever. Yeah, preferably not. But if that's what you're going for, that's what I'm going for. Yeah, that's what you want to do. Um, and then I say that it's in perpetuity, so it's forever. You'll find a lot of photographers will go, you can use said images for... They'll have a list. Yeah, yeah. and they'll have a list that you can use it on website and in print, but you can't use it on social media. Or you can use it on social media website, but if you're going to print them like we'll use on a billboard, that that's an additional expense. Yeah. Right. So you need to find out whenever you're engaging a photographer for business purposes exactly what you can and can't do. And if they don't, if they go, oh, God, I don't know, Yeah. then it's likely that they don't know about licensing either yeah. and that you need to get that sorted before you actually pay them to do, them to do it. Yeah, yeah. And clarify what you're planning on doing with it. And but the thing is, like, yeah. if you have a stock like image library, yeah. you know, you might go back and celebrate, you know, 30 yeah. years ago or, you know, yeah, some exactly. old stuff and reuse it. Yeah. You don't want to be getting in trouble down the track. No. Mm-hmm. So uh, as a first thing, you want rights to, to them forever. Yeah. In perpetuity, you want them forever. Um, and ideally you want to be able to use them on social media and website and in print without having to go back to the photographer every time. The point where part where I draw the line usually is you can't then go in and sell those images to anybody. No. So you can't then if um, you're an engineering firm and I've you know, taken some photos for you and then you can realise, oh, hello, these are big, great stock images. Yeah. No, you can't upload them to a stock site. Because you actually still retain the, like, the original the ownership for one of a yeah, better term. because I have the copyright. Mm. Um, so it, it's little things like that that you need to make sure, and that's probably the biggest point, is this: whenever you engage a photographer, make sure you know exactly what images you will be getting and what you can actually do with them. Yeah. I suppose. And you can't just pass them on to whoever you like to use that's another big one that we get to is like people wanting to use like you know if they are at this business mm-hmm. or they might be on this committee or something and that organization gets professional photos and then that person might leave or you know might have their mm-hmm. own business and they want to use those photos that yeah. first of all they didn't pay for but secondly they don't have the copyright for yeah. but because it's of them they yeah. want to then use it in other places yeah and there's no reason oh actually I'll just go on to a point there so i've had the situation plenty of times where um i've had a session for a family or for a wedding weddings are the worst yeah. so i've had for a wedding just in general i in mean general. it's generally shit no. <laughs> it's a still lovely family yeah. celebration everyone's having fun <laughs> um, no stress for anybody and the couple will then go and forward their gallery onto their wedding vendors then those vendors use oh, the images from the sessions. what oh. their work was, which is commercial purposes. Which is commercial purposes, and they don't tag the, the photographer. photographer. So 
that is probably the most blatant yeah. case of it that we have locally is particularly in the wedding industry. Yeah. So if you're if you're a business and a client or someone has given you images to use, it's your responsibility before you share it mm. to make sure that you have permission to share it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's not asking the person who's given it to you. That's no, asking the photographer. Right. Yeah, you need to go back to their photographer and ask them. Yeah. Um, so it's only just been recently that I send out a blatant thing to all vent. Like I get all the vendor information for a wedding and I will send them, this is what you can and can't do with these images because I'm fine about if they want to share them and they want to tag hmm. Coffee and Hops as the photographer. That's great for social media. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Hmm. But just don't go share the image with absolutely no reference back to who the yeah. photographer was. That's not cool. Um, and the one other thing I was going to, and I can't remember it now. We touched on it before, and now it's gone. Don't expect me to remember what I said. <laughs> so one thing I was thinking of, like we were talking about photos for social mm-hmm. media, is um, your staff taking photos on their phone or whatever device that they've mm-hmm. got for workplace yep. use. That's all covered under the workplace agreement. It like, be, yes. yeah, that yeah. kind of copyright. The person yeah. doesn't go, "I have these. I'll sell them to you, boss." Yeah, it comes onto that intellectual. God, part. I hope not. Yeah, yeah. I can't take good photos. I'm the only person who can't in the whole office. And no, but that was something we did touch on with Ange. If it's done at work, it's work. Ah, owns it. Yeah. yeah. See you applying different stuff to connecting dots. Look at you go. Clearly it's sunk in. Yeah. With you. (laughs) Because because it becomes an intellectual property. Yeah. 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 So it's yeah, in previous career if I design software that wasn't mine, it becomes yeah. Property, the property of, the of the person I was working for. Which I still think is shit. I do remember that conversation now. Like, I get it. But at the same time, like, just because you're employed by someone, if you create something, you create it. Like, I don't know. Just They, they gave you money to <laughs> so, do that. So that was how that arrangement money was. Money is such a so low. the boss of the marketing company. I know. <laughs> money is such a low value thing compared to creating something. Like. But they potentially trained you how to do that as well. Oh, looks like there's, there's a few grey areas in there. <laughs> Slightly off topic there. Right. Okay, cool. Fantastic. Well, if you haven't had a chance to remember, I think that's all we've got time no, for today. That's it. That's, yeah, okay. that's right. We can always add in show notes, man. That's the yeah, best okay. thing about these things yeah. is we're like, what was that thing again, that episode? Oh, we don't know. We'll just put it in the show notes. <laughs> and by we, we mean Jade. Yeah. And by Jade, we mean Hayley. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much for joining us, Fiona. We love having you. Um, Where's the margaritas? Uh, Why didn't you bring them? (laughs) I didn't know it was a BYO situation. (laughs) Of course it is. My goodness. (laughs) Such high expectations from guests. (laughs) We brought all of this. Okay, gotcha. (laughs) We'll we'll make sure to tag you in the post. Excellent. (laughs) Good. Thanks for sharing your tips on photos for social. No worries. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to this episode of Marketing and Margaritas. Find more free marketing tips, tricks and laughs at rebelnation.com.au.